one. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Night Owls is Monday, April 3rd. Uh, sorry for the delay, but we had some some sleepy owls on the Leafs late night team a couple nights this weekend. So, uh, you know, we're, we're here. We're here. And that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> sleepy heads. That's for sure. That would be mine. I'm so sorry. That's okay. There's there's always, you know, the, the end of the week. It's back to back games. It's Sunday night. It happens. I get it. Well, you guys so we're here. had fun at the game. Sorry. Oh. Oh, yeah. And um, that's kind of what I wanted to start with is um, I got to show you guys. This is what the traffic looked like today in Ottawa. So just if you needed any further argument for why we need to move this thing, you can't even see where the the stadium is on this map because it's so far. um, What's that west of here? You would have to go through all of this. (laughs) So. Uh, we got a couple centimeters of snow overnight, and apparently in April, the snow plows are like, that's your problem. So uh, everybody, I think I counted 15 accidents here along the highway. So um, super fun. I'm glad I didn't have to go anywhere today because I'm still off work. But, You're talking uh, like three, four lanes max, usually three. Yeah, I don't understand how that many happen. Like, I mean, the drivers here aren't great, but you can say that about any city, man. Like... Drivers suck. So <laughs> it's just, it baffles me that in a city where we get so much snow, if that snow happens outside of a normal time, it's like, what do we do? Oh, People yeah. are it- confused because, sorry, Southey, because we just had this conversation. <laughs> they probably took off their snow tires already. So now the snow came and they're like, ah, what do we do? <laughs> Break! Break! <laughs> Three times now I've had the thought, I should book to get mine uh, taken off. I still should, but every time I've had that thought, it has snowed the next day. I'm like, well, good thing I didn't take them off yet. So we I are still the have smart ones. On. Yeah, we exactly. still have them on. Uh, every other day you see flurries or something sticking if it's not the rain. And yeah, you can never be sure here, but your traffic there, I feel for you guys because I don't think the roads were built like the 401 here in uh, GTA. No, so. they're not. No, so one of the things with Ottawa that it has as an advantage over Toronto is that because it got big so much later in its life, there's been a bit more opportunity to plan for that. Um, things weren't already so crammed together. The disadvantage is that for some reason they built the highway as this very unexpandable bridge all the way through the city. So the 417 is like on either side of it, there are buildings. So you can't add to either side of it. Like they really didn't think about expanding the highway at any point. Like they just said, yeah, that'll be good forever. I don't get it. They've put so much thought into everything else in the city to make sure that it works. You know, they're expanding the LRT system and everything. And there's um, like carpool lanes and stuff. But yeah, all the way through the city, it's just this stupid three lane winding bridge. Sessions so, down. Pretty much the Dom Valley Parkway, this long, <laughs> winding, floating bridge through toronto that was not built for our population i mean obviously it's the parking lot for the reason one million's reserved for the fucking buses (laughs) or else they'd be stuck man they probably same creator did the same shit yeah city planning in canada is uh always a little subpar anyway 
Let's uh watch a quick video and then get into it. Yeah. Fuck, I love it when it gets like this out, all quiet and shit. Won't be out doing anything. I'm gonna hitch up to the pot store right now and see how long it takes me. <laughs> the way home will be better. I guarantee you it. <laughs> dirty. You have a great day too. For those of you who don't know, that's dirty, brother. Yeah. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength today. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, that's just some some dude off TikTok who, by the way, um, I made a TikTok. Go follow it. There's only one clip up there, but I'm going to start posting clips from our shows. It'll be fun. Um, and thank you to everybody that went and followed it. We got lots of views on that first one. Love it. Uh, but yeah, that one was tagged as being, you know, an American poet. And I, I would call that a Canadian poet. That sounds pretty Canadian to me. Fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> just finished going out for a rip. Oh, and right on cue. You, you know, it's like... You say his name three times and he appears. Darty Broder is in the house. Welcome, my friend. And in a very similar um, setting than we just watched from this random man on TikTok, he is, in fact, wearing a hat and out in the woods somewhere with headphones on. So, wow. Life imitates art, man. Yeah. Where the fuck are you? Life imitates dart, all right? <laughs> I am, uh, <laughs> I just, okay. So because I'm a man with, with a uh, young child, I have to um, be, one, careful the words I use around that child. Not that he can speak. <laughs> and two, but I don't want his first words to be any of the things that come out of my mouth. So, <laughs> especially on this podcast. And, uh too is it, i get pretty loud and you know i just don't want don't want too many distractions all right so i begged and pleaded and i'm just in my wife's car uh just out here uh recording live for you folks i know you did message me a few times and i've been away on many adventures uh, and have not been present and you know what i every time i look at the podcast picture i see my face in the bottom middle i'm like Every episode I'm not in, they're going to be wondering. There's going to be new people coming to the podcast. Like, who the fuck is this greasy bastard? So, <laughs> so I should show up every now and then, right? It would behoove me to be a part of uh, the team. <laughs> so, well, happy to have you, and it means that you get to join in on one of our new uh, roundtable questions that Chris Hurley has sent us in. That I will get to later. We got games to talk about. Did you catch either of them this weekend, Darty? Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I have uh, followed the scores. I haven't actually seen too many of the games, but I'll tell you right now that uh, I had a lot of opinions on Michael Bunting, and maybe we'll get into Ooh. that. I don't know how you guys Great. feel. Okay. I'll okay. hit that. So I guess the first thing to talk about, Sadie and I went to the game. Uh, we were in separate 300 seats, but we were in 300 seats. So, uh, I mean, we'll start with you, Sadie. How was your experience? I found it was like being at a home game if the Leafs home crowd was fun. Like there was ninety percent <laughs> Leafs fans in that arena, and it was it was lit. Like it was so loud. It was my nephew's first NHL game. Like we had a ton of fun that night. Yeah, I said on Twitter, but it was eighty twenty, and that was being generous. Ninety ten is probably a little closer to how many Leaf fans were there. It's nuts, and I mean we talked about this two weeks ago when uh, went to the last game, but. I think this one was even worse. Like there were more Leaf fans, which is crazy because this was a really must win game for the Sens. There was one really loud Sens fan behind us the whole time. who was just, there's always the one vocal. Oh, I had one right? too. Like she was holding it down for the Sens. <laughs> yeah. How close were we together? Was it the same person? <laughs> uh, I was in 312. I think you were across the way though. Oh yeah. It was 323. Yeah, were so we were opposite ends. So just directly anybody... looking at each other. 
Sorry, go ahead. No, no, Steph, right. it's, all, it's all good. I just want to know, does anybody know if there's if there's a market price difference between um, the uh, Leafs games and, say, any other team coming into town? Because uh, Oh, yeah. Drastically. So yeah. I get email offers for, like, buy one, get one free for $30 for, like, Columbus and Chicago and Minnesota games and stuff. Like, the ones that they really can't sell. And then the Leaf games, like... For the three hundreds, I'll say like it was one hundred and fifty bucks for those tickets. Like, yeah, they're still not cheap to be in the three hundreds there. When literally you can go to any game you want for under fifty dollars there. Otherwise, maybe except for like Montreal. Even then, um, you're probably looking at like seventy, eighty. Yeah, I'm wondering what other teams they jack the price up for. Like, it's probably a little higher for like Rangers McDavid. or Bruins games or something. Yeah. yeah. The Oilers come to I town, went to see him play last year. It was, I think it was like 70 bucks. Wow. Around Christmas time, they have packages you can buy of like five games. It comes with a scarf and a toque. Like they're really trying to push tickets there. But Leaf games, it's a joke. Like the, it was a completely sold out arena. And I'm, I'm not talking like it's a sellout, but all of the season ticket holder seats are empty. It was packed like one over 20,000. That's nuts for that. Holy arena, shit. Yeah. Wow. An arena that was taking seats out because the Sens couldn't fill them. But the one thing I want to say is the only negative, I mean, aside from the usual parking nightmare there, the one negative mm-hmm. I want to touch on was actually getting into the concourse. Like we were, you know, you pick the lines <laughs> outside when everybody's trying to go through security. Yeah. So we picked a line that looked the shortest, which was uh, probably our first mistake because that's a bad sign. Because why isn't anyone else in that line? Uh, and we soon realize it's because people keep switching out of this line as they realize that every other line's going faster. Hmm. But we're thinking, you know what? If enough people get out of this line, we'll eventually move our way up. Wrong. Sure enough, but wrong. Exactly. Wrong is the is the correct response. So we get to um, the doors, and by the time we we like are able to close them behind us, we notice that. We're the only one that's still aligned. Every single one has cleared. There is nobody else waiting except for the people that are in our line. And it's because every door fed into two metal detectors and ours only fed into one. <laughs> so we were moving literally at 50% the speed. We chose wrong. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And then so you have to go up the, the flight of stairs to like scan your tickets. And the concourse is there probably the thinnest in the whole NHL. I don't understand. Arizona. Their system is like they have four people standing on the stairs with with scanners, like literally three quarters of the way up the stairs. There's just people there to scan your tickets. It's like, what? Why are we making people line up on steps? This seems kind of dangerous and silly. Like you couldn't do this anywhere else. But I get it. it's just because they want people to get through the concourse because it's so small. Like it just doesn't seem like it was ever meant to hold as many people as there are but like seats. I- Mentioned earlier, I went with my mother who has a walker because she has a hard time walking. So we had to have someone come down the stairs, ticket us, show us where we can go to catch an elevator, which was like a five minute walk. The whole thing. Oh, was my God. Nightmare. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And just getting around like it's packed there. Like the line for the uh, they have this new thing, drink market, hmm. where you can like it's like a self-serve drink thing where you can grab stuff out of these fridges and then you put oh, it in a scanner thing and it that. just it's like a self-checkout mm-hmm. uh the for some reason the line does not move any quicker you'd think it's fast it's but slow, people are slower. slow as shit and the the worst part is everybody picks that thing because they think it's going to be quicker so the line starts like 
impeding on other lines of things. So like I was in line to get a hot dog and the line was going all the way to like where the condiment thing was. So yes. we, it was like holding up the hot dog line. Like it's just a mess there, man. Because the concourse they, they is so arena. small. Like it's so thin. There's barely any room. Look, they're still yeah, the they're self-conscious the about their concourses, all right? Leave the concourses alone. I will not. So, but you know what? Leaves one. And yeah. um, here, here. You know what? Since we're now going to talk about hockey, let's. Um, we're going to talk. Let's, let's do an intro. Hi, this is Mike Ross, public address right? announcer for your <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, and this is the Leafs Late Night Podcast, your post-game destination. And now, your starting lineup: Roscoe, the Fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Darty Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So, here we are, talking Leafs. Ottawa game. You know, 12, 13 minutes in now, I used to give sitcoms shit when they did the uh, the intro, like <laughs> seven or eight minutes in. It's like, no, 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 it's too late. You've missed it. We're at the first commercial break already, but you know what? We can do whatever we want here. So we're gonna it's our show. So, the park, the parking sucked. The building sucked. The food sucked. The service. Hey. The lines. Blah blah blah. Hey, but hey, hey. the I Leafs... dropped. I dropped my foot long hot dog on myself at one point, but oh. it was really good. The well, atmosphere the Le- and the game did not suck. Yes, they shut that shit down. Got you know, Sammy smiling. Uh, zero for Miro, as they said at the end of the broadcast broadcast because of his son uh, Miroslav and yeah and what a what a night uh Saturday night comparison to Sunday anyways oh my god I'm glad you guys got that experience compared to the Detroit game experience anyway yeah and it, that's not to say that there were not some hurdles at the beginning of that game I mean the first For period sure. was pretty boring like it Four was shots the first... after like 12 minutes at least yeah and i mean even ottawa was like the person behind me who was the huge Sens fan was saying like you know the Sens do realize they need to win this game right? because it doesn't look like they realize they need to win this game and honestly it just looked like a couple teams skating around waiting for the playoffs when like i mean sure the leafs might be but the Sens were You're not right. and it did not <laughs> it was a little was strange like a- and I, I, it felt like the leafs are are kind of waiting to see what the opponents are going to do here like are you going to come out strong or is this going to be a night where we can you know rest the guys and just skate around a little bit and i think they were expecting more from ottawa and that just didn't come so it kind of threw them off at least that's what i can concur yeah the first period tr- shots five to ten toronto with five shots on net no goals the second period we get all three goals happening and then that's the third period even toronto four shots on net compared to ottawa's 13 and of course they're trying to scramble and catch up in the game and um also surprising to know not many penalties i mean toronto had no. one power play opportunity the Sens had two and for how rowdy it seemed and how on each other's tails they were, you know, like Sens were right on it. They were tracking Toronto like crazy. I was surprised that there were barely any whistles. Yeah, I mean, the Leafs just, they seemed faster than the Sens, but the Sens were able to at least, like, maintain, uh, like, and you can at least hold positioning in front of your net. Like, that's a fail-safe, and it seemed like the Sens were kind of at the end of their playbook. Like, nothing is working, so let's just go to, you know, the basics. 
It's kind of yeah. what I felt like I was watching. <laughs> and especially in the first yeah, two, I felt you... the Leafs had a really hard time like breaking out, so they had no puck control going in off mm. the like center ice zone. And a lot of the first period was played between the two blue lines. Like there was just so many turnovers in the middle of the ice. Neither team really mm. had too too much going on. Even the Ottawa shots I found were mostly from outside. In the second period, yeah. obviously the boys turned around, they got three goals, and it kind of reverted back to that in the third a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's it's fine to do that when you've got the lead already because then you're at least protecting something. But yeah, the first just seemed like they were thrown off by how, I don't know, slow and, and unengaged, disengaged, whatever the disengaged Ottawa was. Because like, really, I was expecting them, like there's all this talk about they're fighting for this last playoff spot. I know mathematically it's possible and it's not ultra realistic, but you know, they're still there. So I would... I thought it would be more of an exciting game from them, but they just didn't seem to have anything. Yeah. Uh, Chari's still out of the lineup, so we get to see uh, the big Z make his first appearance as a Leaf. We did not see that coming. I didn't anyways. Oh, my God. I thought we'd see maybe Holmberg or someone else come up before Mm -hmm. him, but... Hey, for 6.15 total ice time, one goal, I'll take it any day of the week. Four shots, too. He was very noticeable all night. Like I didn't... I didn't know who this guy was. Like I'm, I can't. My eyes are awful, and I'm up in the 300s, even with glasses. I can't read their names. So I'm like, who's 53? Like Achari's out. It's not Lafferty. It's not Aston Reese. Like who is number 53? This guy's everywhere. Marincin is back. And then when he finally scored, they're like, Radim's the Horner. I'm like, oh shit, let's go. And the dude was so happy when he scored. He did like an extra loop around in front of the net and like a fist pump, <laughs> and you could hear him from all the way up at the top of the arena. Just whoa, dude was pumped. <laughs> It was yeah. almost as loud as when Marner smashed a stick going to the bench at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, from the very top of the arena, that sounded like the loudest thing the entire period. Like it was, was I can't, pissed. I can't explain like how that just cut through. Like it wasn't like ultra silent, but it was like he hits his stick and you could hear a pin drop for like two seconds after. It was wow. nuts. Well, the Big Z played well enough to earn a spot on Sunday, and he doubled his ice time with 12.09. He only had two shots, but hey, it was nice to see him along with Nick Abruzzese got called up uh, for the, was it the first time this season? I feel like we haven't seen him in so First time this year, yeah. 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 And uh, again, over Holmberg, we saw Connor Timmins, uh, first time since beginning of February as well, and damn. I mean, I think you play guys like Holmberg when you're trying to still win games mid-season or early season. But now when mm-hmm. it's approaching playoff time and you're going to potentially lose some guys to injury, I think you got to see what you got from these guys. Especially like a guy like who's like, what is he, 6'4", 6'5"? So if you're going into playoff series and someone gets hurt, you want someone who can play on the bottom two lines who's going to be big and nasty too, right? And Holmberg's not going to be that guy. Yeah, no, I think the horn is six six two twenty. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everyone seemed look like he has like two sticks out there. That guy's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> and for anybody so following the puck, rats. anybody following the puck on that, it's uh, Radam Zahorna, who was formerly Dryden Hunt, formerly Dennis Malgan, formerly Mason Marchman. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> but. Glad to get the shutout on Saturday. Don't know what the fuck happened on Sunday. And now we're here because the, the oh, game clearly... Oh, Sammy was fantastic. 
Yeah, Sammy was great coming in in relief. He even said in the uh, in the interview later on that um, you know it's hard in a back to back. You're sore. There's stiffness, but at the same time, I appreciated that he gave there was full accountability like he didn't mm-hmm. have any excuses he, someone brought up the fact that maybe your routine changed and it could have thrown you off he was like no no like your mood changes you got to get in there immediately when your time is called and i really love that about samsonov like there's no yeah. pity parties that and matt murray man like we got a feel for him at this point third injury of the year Ugh, uh, I roll. <laughs> you know what? Before that, Bunting and Nylander's uh, shots on top of Zahorna's were all three goals were beautiful. Yeah. I know they were against Mad Sogard, yeah. but like they were nice. beautiful. Um, I didn't realize Cam so, Talbot was healthy again and backing up Sogard last night or yeah. Saturday. I didn't even realize he came in the game. <laughs> yeah, they don't tell you. It was just like, oh, is there a new goalie? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it might be, but I, don't, I can't see who it is. I don't know who. But I feel apparently like it was Talbot. We're kind of bearing what happened to Murray here. Like, is this a concern for us? Are we happy that maybe Wallace got the second position now? Because I've always been a Murray stand. I think regardless of what happens in the regular season, we've seen what he can do in the postseason. This guy has another level. And if he can hit it, it's great. But maybe, maybe the injuries are just too much now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was with you. I'm, I wanted him to be at least playable all season just so that when they get to the playoffs he could you know dig into his experience there whereas sammy's got one win in the postseason on his career mm-hmm. so it's a big difference in terms of you know the the playoff numbers but it seems that it's exactly what we feared all off season was that he was just going to keep getting hurt and i mean when he has played he's been decent like his his away numbers are better than Sammy's, so at least yeah. you know, there was there was some shining spots of brightness there with him. But like, yeah, I I don't know what you do with this many injuries. Like, if they're just resting him until the playoffs, like it's something that's minor, and they're just okay, just to sleep it off until we get to round one. Or if it's actually like you know he's unable to play for the next couple of weeks. Either way, it's it's concerning. Yeah, the good thing about this, though, was that um, it was mandatory that Murray had to get off the ice and couldn't return to the game. Like, um, you couldn't assess it right then and there. It's just because of his history and concussion protocol. We still don't know the severity of the injury. It kind of sucked. Like, you didn't see the guy coming, and he slammed his head in the back of the ice. Like, oh, just brutal. Just shitty luck. You can't blame anyone. Yeah, exactly. Even Raymond, man, like... Um, sliding like he had no, no control but yeah we'll see oh lost stuff there for a sec but I think yeah what she's going to say is like we're just pretty much waiting to see what's going to happen with him and if not then we have a pretty decent backup right now on wall like I trust him quite a bit yeah, I would be more concerned if we didn't have a tested backup goalie. Like, if it was just Shelgren, I'd be a little more concerned. But Wall's been good, and especially with the way Sammy's Shelgren been playing, right? The like, fourth. yeah, I'm I'm less concerned. Like, Sammy could definitely be a starter with a backup, and as opposed to being a one A and one B, like they planned on. He feels so, like a clear cut one A now. Like a recent shutout yeah, will do that, I, though. So. I mean, a 24 and like seven record will do that as well. 
Yeah. I just think at this point we we got to expect that Murray's probably not going to play in the first round. Like, it doesn't look like it at least. It's hard. hard oh, hi, hard. Steph. Oh, hey. I don't see I don't you, by the way. Oh, yeah, I, I noticed that, and I was like, what What the hell? Um, I'm trying to fix that, but Go yeah, ho- hope for the best for Murray, right? Like, He's proven, Southey. I know you love him from your Pittsburgh-loving days. Oh, my God, this guy. I still love him. Yes, you still love him, but he has to prove himself. Well, he's proven, but prove with the least, right? He does. That he can stand tall during during postseason especially. Um, Just stay positioned. No little slip-de-doodle fucking pizza-pizza. Don't know. Like, just just stand tall, man. This other thing, like we're going into the playoffs again, and now there's this other question mark. And like, is this a team that really needs that right now? It's... We need exclamation marks, not question marks. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Slip-dee while doodle, we're talking pizza, pizza about is the name of my sex tape. <laughs> Slip doodle pizza pizza. Oh my god. I don't know what to call it. Like just every fuck up in one phrase. Uh, Before we move on to the next game, let's uh, throw in the trivia that I wanted to do. So um, feel free. My camera works. Sorry. Yeah, see if you can get that going. Yeah, actually fix that because I want to be able to clip this with your video. And we lost lost the opposite of a fix. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping when she comes back, it'll be there, you know. So, uh, Darty. What's new, buddy? It's been a while. Uh, I don't got. I don't got too much new. All right, just like the usual grind, focusing on, uh, focusing on improving myself every day and how to be a great dad. Uh, <laughs> and that and that comes with Good a little bit you. of toxicity in the sense that I noticed that my son is uh, a little bit left-handed, and I was like, "All right, he's going into baseball." <laughs> right away. <laughs> Amazing. We like picked the same sport. day I saw him using his left hand for everything. I was like, wait a second. Like I was reading an article about like like left-handed pitchers and how much money those sons of guns make. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Immediately his, I was like, your hockey dreams are dashed. You're becoming a pitcher. He'll <laughs> <laughs> never be a goalie, that's for sure. Okay, Steph, we can see you. So we're gonna play yeah. a little trivia called Who has started the most games in net? for each team last time we did point leaders this time we're going to go who has started the most games in net this one's a little trickier for this season or just like ever for this season oh okay i'm ready okay so starting we're going to go alphabetical starting with the anaheim ducks gibson gibson is correct arizona coyotes vesmelka yeah connor uh carol vimelka is correct uh boston bruins Allmark. Allmark. Allmark is correct. The Buffalo Sabres, who have had four different goalies play. Yeah. Significant um, time, too. Maybe Craig Anderson? That's a safe bet, but I... <laughs> Close second. Yeah. Um, what's or what's the other guy's name? Lukanen? Um, Ukopeka Lukanen is correct. Great name. Nice. Oh, good for him. Carolina. This one is so tough. Uh, Freddie's been injured a lot, right? Freddie Anderson is correct. Just so Freddie has played eighteen. Uh, this is by just minutes. I have here eighteen hundred and seven minutes, and Kochetkov fourteen hundred and three, Ranta thirteen seventy nine. So they're really Damn. close. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets. 
Corpusalo at the time, but yeah. now he's off the roster. Merzlikens, or is he, told he was injured or no? Yeah, it's yeah. Merzlikens. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, because of the trades, I don't have like super, I don't have those ones in here. Um, Calgary Flames. Markstrom. 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 Correct. Chicago Blackhawks have had one, two, three, four, five, six people playing net for them. Mrazek? Mrazek. Mrazek. Peter Mrazek is correct. Holy shit, for real? Yep. <laughs> so does. Rocking a uh, 894 and a 363 goals against. Radish and Mrazek leading the way. That's insane. Uh, Colorado Avalanche. Gorgiev. Uh, yeah. Gorgiev, by a mile. Um, <laughs> Dallas Stars, another easy one. Ottinger. Ottinger. Jake Ottinger. Uh, I don't know why I said it with an accent. <laughs> no, you can't lose it. Ottinger. <laughs> no. Uh, Detroit Red Wings. Um, Husel's been injured. Is it Ned? It's Billy Huso. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. Edmonton. Nice. Skinner. Skinner. Skinner, Skinner. Skinner has an entire 800 Skinner. more minutes played than Jack Campbell. <laughs> Skinner with a 911 save percentage and a 287 goals against versus Jack Campbell's 866 and 348. Ooh. The Florida Panthers. Bob. Bob. Bobby Bob Bob, is Bob. correct. L.A. Kings. Um, well, Corpusalo? it is Peterson. No, well, no, it's quick. Jonathan quick is correct. Uh, Minnesota flurry. Oh, well, they are rotating very flurry. close here, but flurry, flurry is correct just by 500, just under 500 minutes and wish they still had him in Ottawa. Philip Gustafson has 2064. So they're oh, both. Wow. Gustafson has they a 933 goals against or uh, save percentage and a 201 goals against. He's got far better numbers than Flurry. Holy. Yep. Uh Sam Montembeau. Sorry, not Sam Montembeau. The Montreal, Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> it's not Sam Montembeau actually. I was just reading the name. Allen? Uh Montreal. Jake Allen. Allen's correct. Yeah. Uh New Jersey. Vanacek. Yeah. Vanacek is correct. Uh Nashville. Juicy. Juicy Sorrows. Sorrows. Juicy, of course. And another putt in New York Islanders. Soro. Um, yes. Rangers, yeah. obviously. Here's a tricky one. Uh, the Ottawa Senators. That is a tricky one. Forsberg. Mm. With six different goalies. Forsberg. Incorrect. Talbot? Talbot. Cam Talbot is correct. Wow. Just barely. Nice. Um, Philly. Hart. I don't no, it's, think it is. Not. He hasn't played it. It can't be. No. Of course it is. Of course it is. Carter Hart with 3,000 minutes, guys. Who's their other tendy then? Yeah. Oh. Why can't it be? Else. I don't know. Who's their other tendy? Yeah, I Sandstrom and Urson. Yeah. Two oh. unknowns. Uh, Pittsburgh, close one. Jari. Jari. Jari, just barely. Casey DeSmith is only behind him by a couple games. What said DeSmith? Wow. Uh, San Jose. Um, that would be a rhymer. It is correct. Yeah. Seattle. Grubauer. Grubauer. What? Nope. 
Oh, Seattle. Um, the other guy. No, or uh, the what's the old Jones. San Jose goalie Jones? Yeah, Jones. with an eight eighty-seven. Martin Thank Jones. Thank you. <laughs> Not Trigger. Uh, <laughs> St. Louis. Bennington. Bennington. Mm-hmm. Of Shit course. Uh, obviously <laughs> Vasilevsky and uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Sammy. Sammy. Samsonov. Sammy. And then we go to Vancouver. Demko? Um, Demko? Not Demko. No. It's um, the other guy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. Colin. Mockery. Um, <laughs> so this is mockery, the closest. Yeah. This is the I, closest one. And by closest, I mean like they are less than a game apart. It's like 20. What's his name? Five uh, minutes difference between their time on ice. And you guys already got it. It's Thatcher Demko. Nice. Hey, there we what, go. Who what's has the backup's name? Spencer Martin. Oh, thank you. Who they've literally played sixteen hundred ninety three and sixteen sixty eight minutes. Like it's so close. Wow. Uh, Vegas. I said Thompson, but he's been out for a while. Thompson. It's Thompson. He only just got hurt <laughs> yeah. end of the season here. Um, Winnipeg is Hallibuck. obviously Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck. No Hellebuck, girl. And then last up, we've got Washington. Um, Kemper. Yes, correct. That one wasn't as hard as I thought it'd be. I'll find a better one for the next one. But we need yeah, to if I can get half trivia, of them, if you, you know want to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know, we did point leaders, and I don't know. We can do something else next. But who has the best whatever on each team? I'm trying to guess them. It's fun when you get to the teams that are a little, you know, out of the race. <laughs> yeah. And um, fun fact, guys, this episode is season two, uh, number 67, if that means anything to anyone. Oh, it is. Look at that. Look at you checking in. And speaking of out of the race, both of you guys in the free pool right now, the free fantasy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had my worst week. I lost every one of my fantasy matchups this week. I Dirty had, like, in its final. Every week in the inside the rink one, I was rocking like 400 points. I broke 500 in one week, like high 300s. Mm-hmm. And then I'm against you in the playoffs. And it's like, yeah, I mean, well, how about how about 250? Is that cool? <laughs> <sighs> I have a suggestion. Can we make the playoffs for our fantasy league start earlier? Because this whole like load management shit when we get into the last two weeks is getting annoying. Like for me to just, oh, Kirill Kaprizov's hurt. We're just going to rest him until the playoffs. Oh, Patrice Bergeron's just going to sit a couple games. It's like, what? This is screwing me over. So we should have been done last week. But since our fantasy season started one week late, that's why that always happens. Yes, because either someone backs out and we need another player and we have to move the draft or not or not many people confirmed for draft time. It's just a shit shit show. So this year I want to get everyone in by like October 1st. Wouldn't it be nice? I'm not yeah. going to sing anymore because we're going to get copywritten. Um, not if it's so. parody, Roscoe. Not if it's parody. That's true. It's fair use, baby. 
Yeah, and Luke Shin saying, what's a guy got to do to wear a blue jersey around here? Finally got his wish come true Sunday night because after so many games, this guy went through a Pat St. Pat's jersey, a reverse retro, or um, freaking Bieber jersey, and oh, everything under the sun except for the toronto blue home jersey so that was the first time and um i kind of felt for him because he said uh every every time he turns around he's breaking in new gear speaking so of uh, breaking in gear on the porch yeah and speaking of old men uh since we already touched on murray going down it has since come out who the e-bug would be had um samsonov gone down is this, this a real con- thing? I'm pretty sure this is a real thing. I've watched real. the footage and it looked like he was limping <laughs> going into the dressing room with that bag. Like that was not a that was a ginger walk. Hey. Don't use that word. I, I no offense <laughs> meant or anything like that, but like he didn't look like he was ready um, for the butterfly. Okay, so if anybody missed it, Cujo was spotted with some goalie gear wandering around the annals of Scotiabank arena. And um, people were speculating that he would have been the, the emergency backup. Had uh, we not thrown Samsonov in again. I've got so many questions. Said, like, does he leave have... here on reserve here just in case for this moment? Why would it have been him? Like, why wouldn't it have been like, is it a cap thing? Like, could they not call someone up? Like, I don't understand. I feel like they just how don't want another David Ayer situation. Work. You can't have that with, uh, <laughs> with, you know, with Cujo. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just <laughs> fucking Cujo. It's <laughs> could you fucking imagine if that actually happened? First time since 2008. And then we got, would Luke Shen have played on the team when Cujo? No, I guess not. Yeah, I think he was drafted in 2008, wasn't he? Yep. Oh my god, that would be insane. I can't believe the people that Shen played with. Like looking back at how long it's been. Like, and it, yeah, it seems like an eternity ago that all these guys played on the Leafs and fucking Shen was there. Oh my god. And now, Shen was there. In current times, Thomas Caberlet is his neighbor in the new house he bought. Isn't that nuts? Yep. He was meant uh, to be a first, Leaf again. He said it's his first D partner coming into the NHL, showing him the ropes, and now uh, he's showing him the ropes outside of the rink in the Toronto organization and in the in the neighborhood. Cammy's so babysitting. Isn't him being Caberlet's partner like basically the same now as him being Riley's partner? Like, didn't that come full circle and he's in the exact same position again? Like, hey, we have a guy who doesn't want to play defense who's going to be playing forward with the other three guys. So you have to cover the entire other 40% of the rank. You cool with that? And he's like, sure. Right. I've done this before. Something I was surprised about during this Detroit game, guys. Uh, I know Nick Abruzzese got called up, but... Nicky Alphabet. Yeah, his first NHL apple. I thought this kid had a couple apples and maybe even a goal up his sleeve. Or, I feel like but, we talked about him a lot last year. That he, I, I for sure yeah. would have guessed that he had like at least a couple points. I uh, was surprised to see it. Uh, first NHL assist on this uh, goal that... Ex- happened right um, after the power play expired or or right on the dot it's counted as a power play goal Callie Yarncroke here but yeah um, yeah he just had a goal last year he didn't have oh. any assists 
Wow. Hmm. Learn something new every day. Wow. Uh, right. So in 10 NHL games, he has one goal, one assist, and two penalty minutes. Thumb is way up the leaderboard. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that whole that whole sequence uh, with him and, and Timmins, and it was awesome to see all the guys that were getting an opportunity that night, like working together to create something. So yes. all of them, I'm happy to see Timmins get a game in because I feel like he actually can contribute if people go down. And I think especially since we've seen Lilligren making some uh, uh, Dermot-esque mistakes lately, I think they're just trying to see, you know, if we have to go to somebody else, mm-hmm. is Timmins still up to speed? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. It was so nice because, of course, you know, the first shot on net, Murray lets in 90 seconds into the first period. And <sighs> you're like, holy mata, holy fuck, you're still in the NHL. <laughs> like, you scored. and you're, He's still in the NHL. He's my age. Well, maybe his father or something. I feel like this name, who am I thinking? There was a he's, similar it, name that, uh, I don't know. No, no, maybe It, it feels like he's been around forever, but he's... Okay. It's That's like what happened to him and, chief success early, yeah. though, right? So. Oh, I would have guessed he's like 35. Maybe. See, that's what I mean. Ali yeah. Mata and Matt Murray are the same age as me. They're 28. Like, Damn. we're all 94. <laughs> like, it seems like these guys have been in the league forever, and they're the same age as me. I know because it's like... You know, when there's the athletes that are your age that you kind of just keep tabs on and be like, what if I yeah. was yeah. an athlete? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are or they doing? And where am I sitting on my ass <laughs> watching them? Well, <laughs> sorry to go off topic for a second. Super young. I mean, old well, Ali Mata, Ali Mata, when he was like 20 or 21 with Pittsburgh, left with like leukemia or something. So, I mean, like, uh, I remember he missed time fighting cancer. So, it just seems like something that an older player would be doing, not like somebody on an ELC. So like mm-hmm. it's just yeah he's he's been mentioned a lot since he's been in the league so I think it just feels like he's been here forever. That's fair. Uh, yeah, and it it stung right like six goals a year. Of course, you're scoring against the Leafs, and it's through Lafferty, right? You want the new guys to succeed, and then Timmins draws <clears throat> the power or the penalty, so you get on the power play. Man, that. Power play was looking shit on a stick. Good thing for the second unit and all these new guys coming together because Nikki Alphabet, then Yarncroke, and Eb- or uh, Timmins, you know, uh, looking like he's been quarterbacking that second unit this entire time. Uh, love to see it, right? Uh, but and Gust- Gustafson's still out, guys. Uh, if yeah. no one's noticed, like he's still been away for like a week or so now. Back so it's interesting, like to read the game on Sunday because, like you said, Gus is out, O'Reilly's out, Achari's out, Marner's out. This team is going to look nothing like this. Hopefully, like from the end of the season, at at least the beginning of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what's good to know is like outside of the top four, what do you have? You know, if if you take them away, if anybody goes down, like, you know, we've seen this team deflate when they lose Tavares or, you know, when any of these guys are out of the lineup, it seems to just run its way through like a plague. So I think to know that these guys have confidence without having to lean on them, I think is a good thing. And not to mention like mm-hmm. the Ken Worm that is nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What if he pops in? I just feel like yeah. everybody since like yeah. his name was mentioned this year seems to think that he's going to pop off like like Kale McCarr and I just like I don't want to give people a reality check like until it happens but at the same time it's like I'm still like call me a negative Nelly here but I just I don't ha- I 
I just don't see it happening. All right. I'm sorry, guys. I know he's great. I know he's got incredible numbers. I fully think we see him this season. Even if we do, I don't think he's going to pop off or make that much of a difference. I'm with you, Darty. I really oh. do not see it. I do not. We have so many p- competitive guys waiting to come up with an NHL experience. Um, I don't think he's going to be the second coming, like a Bedard coming in and saving the fucking day here. Like I, I'm not I, saying I he's going to like pop off or anything, but I'm saying I do think we see him before the playoffs are over. It'd be cool to see, but I don't want him to cost us anything. 100%. percent <laughs> Uh, so just to run back to the 67 episode of our second season, guess how many followers we have on Twitter right now? 1967. 1967. Nice. That's sick. Is this a good or bad omen? I don't know. I hope it's good. Um, another thing I wanted to, as I'm scrolling through, looking for questions on our Twitter, um, I brought up. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode. I apologize if I did, but I brought up a while ago that the difference between the uh, goal differential of the top scoring team in the Bruins and the lowest scoring team, the uh, Anaheim Ducks, was extremely wide. Like we're talking plus 100 to minus 100 wide. And I asked, you know, when it had ever been that bad or if that's like a common thing. And nobody's, we will look it up. So I looked it up. I had to go all the way back to 1995, 1996 to find a season where there was a wider difference between the highest and lowest goal differential in the league. This is the worst in the salary cap era and worst since 95, 96. So when I last checked, the Bruins were plus 118. The Ducks were minus 115. It's 233 goals difference. That's insane. That's insane. That's worse than like some teams' first years in the league. Wow. <laughs> so tank hard for Bedard, baby. Yeah. Last time it was that bad, by the way. Uh nineteen ninety-five-ninety-six, Detroit was plus one forty-four, while San Jose was last? minus minus hundred and five. But yeah, the, the funny Detroit. thing is the, the ducks are minus one fifteen in goal differential, but they're not even in last place. Hmm. Well, that goal from Yarn, yeah, Yarn, Croak. Oh my God, nineteen for nineteen. First time getting that. nineteen. Highest was sixteen in his career. Um, everyone's breaking records, it seems. These new newbies, even Samsonov, um, breaking his former stats uh, mm-hmm. with the win on Saturday. And David Camp taking his first career penalty shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The Leafs haven't scored on a penalty shot since, like, no. Phil Kessel. <laughs> I think they said it was 11 years ago was the last time. Oh, my yeah. God. You don't do that yeah. whole penalty shot type thing. Not or, you know, us. shootouts or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it had to be somebody who was on the ice, and nobody on the ice had ever done it before. So they're like, fuck it. I guess David Kampf is doing it. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So when Keith was asked, he had to see if it had to be someone on the ice or not. And I thought it could have been anyone, actually. Maybe I misheard that. It has to be someone on the ice. Yeah. Okay. 
And um, he pretty much said he read the body language of the guys and Cam just lit <laughs> up his eyes. And he that. seemed, yeah, he seemed like the only one who really wanted like, to do it's it. It's like so when a teacher asks a question <laughs> and like everybody's just like trying not to look at the teacher. And then you just glance and you're like, oh God, I caught eyes with the teacher. Oh no. You, seven times eight. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like if you're Keith, you look at Cam and you're like, all right, bud, your hands are like 4.2 out of 10 best. You're going to go to hash marks and you're going to shoot this. I'll take the shot. Yeah. Like, he had a good try. From- he just got too deep. For, uh, he tried to dangle it around, but just in too deep. And I'm trying to keep all the blood in my head. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, yeah, man. The poor sense. You know, Mad Sogard, you got to give it to him for trying to hold on to this team. But <laughs> just to go like, back what to that. To him? I, like I said, I even realized he wasn't even in the third. I don't I, I don't know why they pulled him. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I was I just looking was like at the question. like an injury or illness. Okay, um, let's do questions, though, because I got them up and we're getting low on time here. Okay. Uh, so, should they have taken Sammy out in favor of putting Cujo in as Epug? Might have yes. been the only chance for that to happen. Yes. This is from uh, Ryan Willie. I mean, obviously, but I don't know if that was even the case, as we've discussed. So I wish. When Keith was asked, he said he did not know who it was as the Epug, but he definitely knew who it wasn't. And I think he was referring to Cujo. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. Wanna, okay, so yeah. Benito Sorry. the Basset Hound is bunting, going to get called for roughing. Baby taking Corey penalties elbow to the face in game seven, two minutes to go well tied. So um I get the gist of that. So is bunting going to basically be a liability penalty wise come playoffs? At some point, yeah. Uh, Dirty Hopefully you want to talk about seven bunting. at the end, but yeah. I just like I feel so I know, like, I, I, we, if you look at the episodes and you listen to them, sometimes we, we, we definitely, like, especially myself, we waver on how we feel about the Leafs, right? Sometimes we really feel like this is going to be different. And then other times we feel, you can definitely tell we feel like, nope, it's going to be same old, same old. And I just want to bring us right back to I really, you know, manifesting this. I'm manifesting this energy. I'm bringing it right back to positivity here. I really do feel like things are going to be different. I think that, you know, we saw we saw some pretty – we got some pretty shit feelings with our time with Nazem Kadri, and especially with him winning the cup now and like being competent and being a great and valuable addition to his team and not being, um, you know, burdensome in, in that aspect. Uh, I think it left a, yeah, it left a bad taste in our mouths. Cause we're like, we know that what these guys are capable of. And I, we're looking at bunting here. Like, we know that he can be great. I know that he can be great because I had him in fantasy this year and every single person that I, I would watch his numbers go up and down for how many people owned him. I owned him. So once I had him, I did not get rid of him. And he, yeah, some nights are better than others, but this guy has paid off for me in dividends. He was, he's doing amazing. He's doing great. He's doing better than I, I expected. I, I don't remember who I replaced him with, but like I said, like with everything I've seen visually, everything I'm seeing, just look at the fucking numbers. Like this guy is good. So it's not a matter of whether he's good or great. It's a matter of if he can keep his head up. And I think that there's like, I really hope that like knowing what we know about the leaves, right? Cause we don't, you know, what is, what is insanity? Insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. Right. I think these guys understand more than ever what they don't want to be as a team. And I, you know, if, 
you, you'll, you'll know where we are if these guys do it again. If they screw up again, we're going to be so angry. The, the, seat, the, the whole place, we're burning it down. Like, it was going to be like this last year, right? So all I can hope, all I can truly hope is that Michael Bunting smartens the hell up. I think, you know, even if this, with this last one, right, that he got cross-checked in the back. You know what I mean? Right? Like, I think, especially going up against Tampa, Tampa still has their assholes, right? Like, those guys are not nice guys. Like, they're pieces of shit. <laughs> like, there's a reason. Like, I'm sure they go home with their families and they're loved, <laughs> but on the ice, they're miserable human beings. So, like, I don't think Michael Bunting is th- that, that person in comparison to the rest of the, you know, the bruisers and the idiots of that team. I think that... He, we might get lucky with the calls on Bunting. I I really do. I think he's gonna he's gonna play it just smart enough not to be Nazem Kadri, you know, leave Circa. So they go for it. I think to Darty's point, it's hundred percent right. He is gonna be playing smart enough to not be Nazem Kadri, but his reputation throughout the league this year is gonna cost him eventually one penalty that shouldn't have been called because this guy plays on the edge and. One ref is going to call it one way that maybe another won't. And I don't think it will necessarily be his fault, but he will inevitably cost a costly penalty. Hopefully not like a game-winning penalty, but he eventually will get called for something that he shouldn't be. Well, and the difference with Tampa is the guys that are the assholes, a lot of the time are Stamkos and Kucherov. So it's not like he's going to be getting pushed around by some guys that don't matter and, you know, retaliating against them. It's going to be, you know, important minutes that, could eventually cost them because you know Kucherov takes a swing at him and then he retaliates and uh, Bunting's the one that goes to the box. Like those are the kinds of things that I don't want to see happen, but are kind of inevitable. Yeah, last night just I don't know if it was a blessing in disguise to really see how magnified the refs are on Bunting because like even just looking down from my game notes, I wrote like, are the refs? gearing up for the playoffs because there are so many non-calls and I'm so afraid that it's going to be this way again like last year and um, like you said Southie won too many and it might go downhill oh my god but it was bullshit and then it wasn't last night Uh, for example the Wallman cross check and they say Bunting embellished it no man like he the second cross check he literally fell forward then he got pinned down like how do you call that i think the 10 minute penalty was when he was backing away there were um two red wings chasing him but he had one of their sticks in their skates and he kept it in their skates kind of like a keep away game and it was on purpose but he was trying to play it off as, as it wasn't i don't know if you guys caught this but there's a clip going around showing this as well and they caught this he's caught red-handed he's literally like he loses the stick once and goes back to get it between his feet like just being a rat at that point so there's a limit you have to you know like that's the limit like don't even fuck with the sticks don't do that kind of shit don't lick anyone like don't do the stupid (laughs) ass shit just finish your checks play hard be a fucking rat but don't break the rules like bend them a little bit my last thing to add to that will be quick, short and quick, is that like i know he's like just like Sully said i know he's gonna get in trouble i don't doubt that but what i think is key here is the reaction to that and i think that he they these guys are gonna learn bunting is gonna learn that his react that like the reaction after the fact is what's going to 
um, be his saving grace, right? If he can smarten up, if he can just keep his cool, you know, yeah, you can still be a rat. Yeah, you can still mess with them, but you can't, you know, if you keep pushing people yeah. the same way and you keep, you know, exacerbating the, your attitude, right? You're not, you're not, you're not being sneaky. You're going to keep being a dick. You are going to get kicked out of the game, right? Like that's what happened with Kadri, right? He, he tried to be too handsy, you know, got a little too hot headed, you know, decided he was going to play, play rough. And of course, unfortunately the consequences, you know, out, outweighed his value, right? He, he got, he got booted and we, and it, who's to say if we could have won that series, if we got to keep him for those games, right? We just got to make sure not like, yeah, we're going to get penalties. They're going to get penalties, right? Because it's not, we're not always at home and we're not always away, but you know, if these guys can stay on the bloody ice, if they can get, they can stop getting kicked out, if they can actually, you know, use their heads and be sneaky about it, but also at the same time, still play rough enough that, Hey, don't fuck with us. We're going to be, you know, we're going to, ha- we're, it's going to be a different ball game for us than in the previous years. He's just got to not fuck with the refs. Like at the end of the day, like it just, like you said, take the penalty and go to the box. Don't start arguing with people because it's going to be a seven game series and you might end up with the same refs for three or four of those games. Like don't, don't start some shit. Yeah. And we know Tampa, they're experts at getting away with it. Uh, It's like they know where the angles of the cameras don't show, even though we're all staring, (laughs) (laughs) but they somehow get away with everything right and uh it'd be a shame if bunting got suspended during the playoffs knock on wood like i really hope not but um elliot elliot friedman like literally said on the broadcast that the refs were pinpointing michael bunting and like saying shit that you would you wouldn't ever expect to hear an insider say like straight up that the league is i don't know making it unfair for the leafs in a way I just have to throw in here, uh, Zapper, VI Blue and White, uh, the refs and bunting. Does this, he being targeted by the refs, dull his game for the playoffs? The whole narrative of bunting being at fault really grinds my gears. It could not be more obvious the refs target this guy's every move. So along the same lines here, um, is it going to make him less effective in the playoffs? I don't think so. I think it's going to be nice to have somebody that's maybe trying to pull the same shit on guys like Stamkos and Kucherov to get them to retaliate. Like if he can flip the script on them and, you know, try to send them to the box a couple times, I think that's helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah that's, that's really all like, it, it's nice to have somebody that's going to stand up to them and, and not get pushed around. So, and jump in when somebody starts going after uh Marner. So, you know, all of the highlights in the last uh, couple weeks for Tampa, sorry, Southey, I've just been seeing brawls, lots of breakouts and fights. It's like they're fighting their way through the final month of the regular season. So if that's any indication, I'm glad we have Shin on our side this time around. That's what and I was going but yeah. Tampa also went on a really bad losing streak of what was it, like 11 of 16 or something they lost. And they're just, I think they needed to to wake the guys up coming into the playoffs here. So they've improved, honestly, like overnight since these uh, brawls. So I think it was just a matter of waking the team up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, getting the stamina back, refilling those bars after a fight as they do in Chell. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys ready for a fun question? Let's do it. It's from Mikey D. So, uh, Darty, since this is your first time joining for one of these, I'll let you start. So, the question is, 
Uh, movie marathon. What three movies do you go with? So is this, let's establish the ground rules. Is this like desert Island three movies or is this like you're sitting down to watch three in a row? Cause that's kind of, or different. is it like a franchise, like part one, two, three type of thing? Hey, that, I think that those are, those are definitely, uh, applicable, but like, I would say, you know what movie marathon implies sitting down and watching three of them in one day you know like spending a sunday watching three movies so darty right. if it was a sunday afternoon you got nothing to do okay, with three movies are you watching i'm outside walking i had to do a quick little bathroom break yeah. incognito yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so uh, the car. i'll be back in the car in just a second so what three movies uh, it's, a, it's a lazy sunday afternoon i'm picking three movies what am i watching it's uh, a tough one. I feel like I haven't sat down and watched a movie in, yeah. in a while. But if we're going to talk about like old, like mo- movies, I can like pick off of like a like a DVD tray or something. Um, I feel like I feel like I'm watching all the Lord of the Rings. I haven't seen them in so long. I'm going one. I'm going like you know, like Lord of the Rings, uh, Fellowship, Two Towers, you know, Return of the King. I feel like I, I need a I need a little LOTR, uh, you know, sesh. Nice. Okay. Nice. Respectable. Steph, what about you? Um, hmm. Never have I ever watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Sad to say. Never have I ever watched Star Wars. Oh my so god. Definitely not that. Um you got I'm I when you think of like movie marathon my brain instantly goes to harry potter just because there's so many and you gotta like watch them in a row which three though if you're doing three harry potter movies like where are you gonna start uh, you're doing like the middle like four five six like three four five kind of deal i have to go from the beginning but maybe the end just because i've seen them the least i've probably seen the first five so many times like the first three especially but my boy (laughs) harry potter has not attended hogwarts school this year Right, and then you find all the cast members hiding uh, where they fucked up and didn't edit them out or whatever. You guys see those uh, oh, movie yeah. people, TV people. You guys, yeah, hello, um, mighty. Also, <sighs> the scary R. movie series. If you haven't watched in a long time, oh my God. why the hell not? It was literally I did it recently only because it was on Netflix, and I'm like, damn, it's been over a decade. Why not? I don't know if I could do three of those in a row. <laughs> Or like the Halloween brain series. cells, or or like um, our, um scary the scream, movie, right? like the actual horror one, or scream, scream, scream. What am I saying? yeah, scream, yeah. I like horror movies, so something like that. Sorry to take up a lot of time. So that was about I don't know fifteen different uh, <laughs> answers. Thanks, Steph. Way to keep it concise. Uh, yeah, Sadie, what do you got? I feel like I, my number one choice probably would be Lord of the Rings as I named my last two cats after them. I have a few tattoos. But uh, just despite Steph, I'm going to go episode four, five, six of Star Wars. Nice. Pretty short. Nice. The originals can't go wrong. Great afternoon of watching movies. Nice. I just recently did the uh, Back to the Future trilogy. Forgot how good that Another was. Another great one. Also, 
didn't realize because I watched it, I guess, last when I was quite a bit younger, uh, that they recast Jennifer between the first and second movies, like the the girlfriend. Yeah, she was like in the first one, she's Hispanic, and then in the second one, she's just like some white girl. I was like, what the f- what happened and here? The, the first one they filmed half the movie with someone else before they had uh, Michael J. Fox. I think it was oh. even more than half, but yeah, it, it's crazy. You can go and watch like the clips of. Um, Eric Stoltz in some of the scenes that you know, like finished editing. Body, scenes. we gotta go back to the future. Um, but if I'm one point, was it one point two one gigawatts? <laughs> Great Scott. One point twenty one gigawatts. A bolt of lightning. Wait, what did you say? A bolt you of lightning. Is everything heavier in the future? Oh, great. So. <laughs> You're doing it's because I can't job. do a good. I can't do a good. That's good. Morty. <laughs> That's why. Um, so, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with my guilty one. Would be like probably like Fast Four, Five, and Six. I fucking knew you were gonna <laughs> like, say it. I knew it was <laughs> like a guilt, guilty pleasure. Um, because those are just like this. That's when they get silly, but they're not like in space silly yet it's just like you know street racing through mexico and stealing a safe out of a wall and i always have a, have a soft spot for tokyo drift you know, rio i think it was so the, the yeah that one too is good that's a, what the second or third one but yeah so like if we're talking marathons like if it's a good movie i'm not watching like three really good movies in a row right like because you want to you want to sit with it and like you know take that in like oh what like if i'm if i'm watching you know the batman or something i'm not going to go and watch i mean you could watch like two other batman movies i guess but i don't know if i'm watching like some oscar movie but i'm watching three of them so if it's a marathon something that i'm just throwing on on sunday while i'm doing kind of some other things and probably ingesting some other things i'm gonna say fast and furious to any any three before number like probably seven i think seven would be the last one everything after that i don't think i've seen and that's where they get crazy how about shrek i was gonna say shrek too man that's great i was gonna say shrek too it's fantastic then shrek's definitely one of them Silver Linings Playbook and uh, Rat Race. Rat Rat Race. race. Oh my god. What a weird cult movie. I love that. Um, If I'm going going three different ones, it'd be like Super Bad, Hot Rod, and... um, What's that one thing for Hot Rod? (laughs) Like Napoleon Dynamite. You look look pretty, Denise. before time. You look shitty, Denise. What was that? I said you look shitty. Good night, Denise. (laughs) Isn't there like twenty land before times? Oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't Wikipedia that brave little toaster. You just get sad. (laughs) First movie I ever saw in the theater. Oh, nice. I had a bunch of those on VHS. Me too. Uh, So, what is our next game? We got Columbus next Tuesday tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow against Thursday. Oh my god! Who do you want in that? So many games this week, and I think I went on Saturday. Oh yeah, let's talk about Wall. Who, who's going to play in net this week? How many games should Joseph Wall play? Mm-hmm. Two, two to the three. 
I agree. That'd be nice. Especially yeah, because be Sammy nice. had to play the back-to-back when he should. Where he owes him like a Rolex. Mm-hmm. Where he owes him dinner. <laughs> well, so I give hope Will Murray... Columbus, give Sammy Boston, I wouldn't want to give Sammy Boston because like Boston's actually... are a piece of shit. They'll run Artendi because they know that there's a chance that we'll play play them. You think, like, that's why, like, like I, I I, I'm, I'm just, te- I'm just telling you, like these teams, like, like this wrong. league, we're not the Yankees. Like we are the Yankees, but we're not. This league does not fucking like us. We don't have the money to outspend other other teams. They will play dirty if they can. You know what I mean? Like it's not. <laughs> they'll f- I, I, call me a conspiracy theorist, but because like we are the mo- we're the most unfortunate True. rich team in this league. Like if Boston has the opportunity to take out our goaltender, even if it does, even if we don't end up playing them, it saves them like. A, a ton in the future so i'm sorry but the, i wouldn't play sammy there just because i don't want to get injured maybe you're right you go wall wall even better sammy. yeah fuck it put in shalgren and they mentioned, on, they mentioned on overdrive it's not even the first time in a back-to-back where murray got hurt and sammy had to come in again like that's no, the second time this this season that's yeah, happened it's a huge problem mm. yeah because i mean the whole point of having these two guys is that they can split these back to backs. And now twice we've had to put Sammy in like, that's just, yeah, but he didn't pull his, uh, point, right? I like, didn't want to this to be, it's, it's not, like, not it's Peter. Not like he, I'm not like, just went out and all of a sudden was like, Oh, like, my, my balls. <laughs> you, know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he actually, I'm pretty sure he got run, right? Like he actually got hit by something. <laughs> no, like that's it looks like he's got you know, a conky. Whether, regardless yeah. of whether yeah. it was intentional or not, like these are things to be expected. We're too yeah. close to the end of the season. Like we can't, I know we don't want to play like we're, you know, like to, like we're a bunch of pansies. Like, oh, we're scared our goalie's going to get hit. But we kind of have to be. Like, we have to be cautious. Like, th- our goaltending is what has been killing us every year. <laughs> Let- <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah. Uh, last thing before we head out of here. Oh, my God. Matt Duchesne. Mm. Oh... How horrifying is that? Yeah. So yeah, taking a Darty, shot. Did you hear about this? He took a shot to the hand. You you muted. <laughs> uh, he muted himself. And and he lost the from tip his, of his from finger. his own teammate Dante Fabro. Ay ay ay. So we all we all saw in the the national right game <laughs> he he forced it into his finger. <laughs> <laughs> we see him skating off holding his hand like this you know just kind of limp and he's like um this is not good and we thought you know if something's broken he can't move it it's probably extremely broken uh did not expect there to be something missing they said it was gushing blood but i didn't really put two and two together that like he got mark methodded there was a prize in the glove oh my yeah. god can you imagine they're like, wait, where is your? And he's like, it's in the glove. <laughs> Wonder how some much trainer of it. just pukes, like just oh. the tip, just the tip. How the fuck does that happen? Like, has he actually like just on the right angle and like just pull it right off? Because I've been right? in the glove a lot of times. Like, I've broken my thumb before, mm-hmm. I've broken my hand mm-hmm. with shots, but I've never lost the tip of my finger. Like, Ugh. you'd have to. Here, I'll. I think the razor blade, the edge of that puck. Demonstrate with a mini stick here. Science so, corner with Johnny here. It would have to be. It's like how they reenact things on on TNT. It would have to be that like <laughs> it hit. So Johnny, you I be mean, Crosby, and I'll the, be that guy that also lost the tip of his finger. finger you show me how it can be. T- 
You have a shitload of See, padding was, on your fingertips, though. Like it has to catch you on the a, inside of the glove. That was a slash from Crosby. This was a shot, so that's even harder. But like, so I, I just, I don't understand. Like, how if you're holding, I know I'm holding a mini stick, like just an idiot, the tip, but like, Tony. How, how did it? Was it his thumb or like, did it get like? Because it must have hit right on like between his finger and the corner of the stick. It's the only way that that could happen unless like blunt on flat surface would not like and if it did that's a fucking gruesome injury it's like a knife right against the stick (laughs) no it's not like a knife a knife would be a clean cut this is like if you took a a board and like the corner of your fucking desk and cut your finger off with that sorry to get graphic but like it's not like a knife a knife would probably hurt less Regardless, like poor fucking guy. This guy has had a tough career here and there. He was finally settling in again, and now this. Yeah, and it was funny. I when he first left the game, I went to my fantasy teams and I was like, "Hmm, maybe he'll be back." Nope, there's no way this guy's back. I drafted him on almost every team after his breakout year, like a stupid idiot, and that's why I'm not playing in playoffs right now for a lot of leagues and yeah never draft him never draft him uh he yeah. recovers but wow uh he was <laughs> aside. between him and logan thompson and kirill kaprizov i just got shafted in the last couple of weeks of fantasy you and yeah. Uh, yeah me too i didn't make the playoffs uh, i barely did and i now out of all of them so good game everybody <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going in too. Uh, Darty, it's you and Callie Cartel in the finals of our free league. Yeah, I, so good luck. I got, both I of got you. so lucky this season just because, like, especially you, I feel like my team has stayed relatively the same. I've had to move a couple defensemen, and my goaltending was just completely shuttered once I lost Thompson. And I, I, I stole what's his name from you. I stole Campbell from you. I don't know how I have. Skinner and Markstrom like there's got to be a bunch of idiots in this I'm, I'm sorry I love you guys but like I was like wait a second how do I have two solid goaltenders right now but I guess, I guess again but, but the thing is but no the thing is too Skinner is like coming. everybody's streaky right Markstrom's and, 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 you know, also not when you, when you, when you're, it's crunch time you, you know you're you're middle of the pack but you can kind of rise through the league I, I can see how you'll dump you know a goaltender for something that'll get you more points right and that's why, like I said, I was able to pick up Markstrom and Skinner, and then like I've been rotating. Yeah. Like I've I've had a four, you know, I feel like I feel like if you have a lot of points and a lot of luxury with your with your crew, right? Sometimes your your forwards fail you, sometimes your D fails you, but if they can both back it up, then you can kind of like run more than you know. I feel like if you're running four goaltenders at any point in time in the season, you're probably fucked. But like. <laughs> like you want to be able to just only use two right you don't want to be happy you know like if you're if you have that luxury then you can you can use yeah you, you can always use the guys in yeah. other spots but i just got lucky is that like i've been able to go through this rotation of goaltenders everybody that nobody wants because they go cold i picked them up they've they've become great like i had campbell for a while until he went cold i got skinner markstrom had a couple good games you know i had the same problem like fucking uh roscoe like logan thompson like Come on, like last Joe over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 
I don't know, man. This year is such a hit and miss with injuries and people not performing up to expectation, let alone the whole team of Calgary Brady's letting us better. down. Holy fuck. Oh, Everyone yes. banked on them. And... No kidding. <laughs> the Flurry and Gus tandem has been keeping me afloat in the, in my $25 league. So um, kudos to them. But Campbell, oh, what a horrible fifth round draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> But Jack Campbell's elite, Steph. I know, I know. It's just horrible. I feel for him, guys. Uh, it's he, just... Hey, he squeaked out a win the other day. Yeah, against the tank team. I do less That's and true. less. Yeah, I, I just... Man, I thought he would turn it around after the holidays, even. Or after trade deadline. <laughs> you know, the the... The dates just keep getting pushed and pushed, but they have playoffs. Hey, he could enter playoffs and turn it completely around. You never know. Yeah, they were like on the verge of missing it at one point, and now they're like, yep, we're fine. We yeah. might go first place in the division. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> happened there? It <laughs> clinched. <laughs> clinched. Okay, well, let's get out of here. I want to try something, see if this works. Is the video gonna... Aha. Kinda... Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and more. And follow Marty Zilstra and Mikey D because their names both start with Sam, and that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Also, uh, join the Discord. I'm going to throw it in the description. Bye. Bye. Bye.